Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. Hey, what's up, students? So welcome, man, to the Point Podcast. If you're listening, or welcome uh, to Instagram TV. And today we are in Psalm 88. And uh, I got to say, uh, I wish that I could just defer this. And maybe I should have done this. Uh, but I should defer this to Eli Blaylock. If Eli's watching this, shout out to Eli. Eli preached on this psalm one time, and it's the best I've ever heard anyone preach a psalm like this. And uh, I'm not just saying that for him, but it really, really was. But uh, this is one of those psalms where, man, if you've, if you've noticed and you've been walking with us, some psalms are like really awesome and like it really uh, is exciting and it like makes you want to just like raise your hands and shout and praise and all that stuff. And like I think about like Psalms 150 and Psalm 134, um, not 134, 34. There's just psalms that are really uplifting. Then there's psalms of psalms, what we call lament. Psalms where the psalmist is crying out to God and it's really dark and depressing, frankly. Psalm 88 is one of those psalms, right? It's just, it's just one of them. Like literally in Psalm 88, the first verse says, O Lord, God of my salvation. And that starts off pretty good with a high view of God. And then from there on out, this psalm is just boom, just depressing like that. I'm just, just being honest with you, it is. So, uh, but one I will say, man, I'm, I'm so glad that the Bible has moments like this where the author of the Bible inspired by the Holy Spirit is just real. I mean, you know, the Bible was, uh, I guess if the mood of every author that wrote the Bible was always crazy uplifting all the time, crazy ecstatic, crazy, just so pumped. Like, I don't know about you, but it'd be kind of hard to trust the Bible because sometimes in life, I just don't feel that way. And now, now there's a lot of moments, man, in, in church and stuff that that are those moments, right? The We kind of joke in student ministry, but like the last night of camp kind of moments, right? Those are definitely real. And man, there's moments when I'm so excited for my faith. And there's moments like in Psalms where we should be excited. Absolutely. But then there's also moments when just the weight of life hits us and, and the things of life reach out to us and it just and just encounter us and it, it makes us just cry out to God in a different way, crying out that he would answer us and hear us. And Psalm 88 is one of those psalms. So let me read it and then um, you're going to see how depressing this is pretty quickly. And then uh, let me read it and then we'll talk about it in a second. So it says, O Lord, God of my salvation, I cry out day and night before you. Let my prayer come before you. Incline your ear to my cry. And now listen to this. For my soul is full of troubles and my life draws near to Sheol. I am counted among those who go down to the pit. I am a man who has no strength, like one set loose among the dead, like the slain that lie in the grave, like those whom you remember me no more, for they are cut off from your hand. You have put me in the depths of the pit, in the regions dark of the deep. Your wrath lies heavy upon me and you overwhelm me with all of your waves. You have caused my companions to shun me. You have made me a horror to them. I am shut in so that I cannot escape. My eye grows dim through sorrow. Every day I call upon you, Lord. I spread out my hands to you. Do you work wonders for the dead? Do the departed rise up to praise you? Is your steadfast love declared in the grave or your faithfulness in Abaddon? Are your wonders known in the darkness? Are your wonders or, or your righteousness in the land of the forgetfulness? But I, but I, O Lord, cry out to you. In the morning, my prayer comes before you. O Lord, why do you cast my soul away? Why do you hide your face from me? Afflicted and close to death from my youth up, I suffer your terrors. I am helpless, for your wrath has swept over me. 
Your dreadful assaults destroy me. They surround me like a flood all day long. They close in on me together. For you have caused my beloved and my friend to shun me, and my companions have become darkness. That is a heavy song, right? I mean, he literally says, my companions, so my friends, has become darkness. Maybe if you read that psalm slowly, you're like, you know what, Justin, there's moments that I felt like that, where it just seemed like God was absent. It seemed like God wasn't near to me. It seemed like God was far. And and I think, you know, maybe the biggest question, maybe the biggest question in the psalm that he asks is what he says in verse 10, when he says, God, do you work wonders for the dead? Do the departed rise up to praise you? And basically what he's saying is, God, do, do you worry, even if this brings me to death, because that's kind of what he feels like is going to happen. If you catch the drift of the Psalm, like he feels like death is inevitable for him. And his question is, God, do you work wonders for the dead? Now, here's what I'll tell you. I, I don't think that, you know, I think if you live long enough, there's times that you're probably going to feel this way. I think if you live long enough and encounter enough things that, that man, there is, there's going to be some moments where you're tempted to cry out to God in this way. And you're tempted just out of the overpouring of your heart. And, and listen, I don't think it's a lack of faith that we respond in that way. I, I, think, I think we can have utmost faith in God and still declare, God, I don't understand. Kind of like the guy that prays, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Like, like, I don't think it's wrong to say I have faith, but then ask God, just God, please help me understand what you're doing because I don't get it, right? But here's the amazing thing that we can answer the psalmist here. When, when he says in verse 10, do you work wonders for the dead? All we have to do is point to the resurrection of Christ to find that answer. But because the resurrection of Jesus, when Jesus walks up out of the grave, he answers the question of the psalmist here. Does God work wonders for the dead? Absolutely yes. Because Jesus defeated death. Jesus walked out of the grave. It's like Psalmist says in Psalm 16 when he says, oh, even though my, my heart is, is torn and I'm struggling with all this stuff, he says, my flesh will dwell secure for you will not abandon me to the grave. It's like Job says in the book of Job. He says, I know my redeemer lives and at last I will see him on the face of the earth. Does God work wonders for the dead? Yes, he does. That for those of us, what does Jesus say? He says, I'm the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, places their faith and trust in me. Whoever believes in me, even though he may die, he too will live. Jesus and, and God through the resurrection of his son is able to work wonders for the dead. And so this is what's amazing is even in moments when we feel like the psalmist, we can have hope. Even in the moments that we feel like this psalmist, we can have rest because our body is not going to be abandoned to the grave. But we can join in with 1 Corinthians 15 when it says, where, oh, death is your victory, where hell is your sting, right? We, or I think it's the other way around, where hell is your victory, death, where's your sting? Because Jesus beat death. Does God work wonders for the dead? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And even in our darkest days, in our darkest moments, we can trust in that. We can take hope in the resurrection because Jesus does. God does work wonders for the dead. And that's good news for us today. So, man, I hope that encourages you. We'll be in Psalm 89 tomorrow, making our ways through the Psalm one day at a time. I love it. I love you. Check out our Motivational Monday video that went up on YouTube. Hope you enjoy it. And, man, can't wait to see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock, and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.